0: This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we'll show you how to go from employee truck driver to savvy business owner. And we'll do it together because we're starting our own trucking company, Holland Assets. So you'll get a front row seat through the whole process. Together with some experts in the field, we'll teach you how to set up a business, buy a truck, get your DOT and MC numbers, get insurance, and a lot more. Thanks for joining us. Welcome, everybody, to Holland Assets, the podcast. I am Craig Hanks, and over there, Chris. Hey, Chris, how you doing?
1: I'm doing well. How about you, Craig?
0: Not too bad. Not too Good. bad. Now, before we get started, Chris, I do want to remind everybody, you can go to Holland to check out the show notes. Now, that's Holland with no G. Holland Assets, LLC. Check out the show notes for this and any other episode if there are any details that you want to remind yourself of. And right now, I also want to encourage everybody to hop on Facebook and find the Holland Assets Facebook page. Chris, tell me why.
1: Because we're going to actually start doing a contest, and we're going to do this contest weekly for a little while. And so the first the first uh, contest is going to be, all you have to do is post a picture of your truck on either the Holland Assets Facebook page or the Motor Carrier HQ Facebook page. And you know that, that's the gist of it, but to find out all the contest details, just go to the Facebook page. We'll have it all up. When this episode launches, we'll run the, the uh, contest for a week. Everybody that does that enters, and the winner will get a $50 Visa gift card.
0: Very nice. So, this is a randomized entry. It's not like uh, the best looking truck It's not wins? the best
1: looking. No, it's just anybody that posts will get it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. So, because I've, learned... I've
1: I've never been the best looking at anything, so I never win anything that way. So, I'm, I'm kind <laughs> of. My beat heart me. bleeds you, for those guys. You beat me to it, Chris.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, so today, what are we talking about,
1: Chris? Today is, I'm actually super excited about this episode, probably more excited than most uh, other episodes that we've oh, yeah? done. Yeah. Okay, why is that? It's because it's a numbers episode oh, and we shit. get to really start talking about the numbers and I'm a total numbers geek. Is
0: there a spreadsheet involved?
1: There's, yeah, there are spreadsheets involved. Um, Isn't that
0: awesome? I quit. <laughs> so, okay, no, today's episode is about What?
1: how much does it cost to start a trucking company? Which is really one of the biggest questions that we get asked, one of the most frequently asked questions is is just how much is it gonna cost to start?
0: Now, before we go too far answering that question, Chris, I did want to let everybody know you can go to MotorCarrierHQ.com and look under the tools section there, and there's a great resource there. It's a startup cost calculator. So as we go through this discussion, uh, just know that there is that resource there where you can kind of personalize these numbers that we're going to be talking about. And I I know that would be one of my first questions. And it's, you know, I've thought about, uh, you know, opening businesses in the past and, you know, franchising out this or opening up that. And and that's one question is, how much is this going to take to start? And am I going to be able to get that together?
1: Yep. And in this episode, we're going to show exactly down to the penny how much I spent in each thing and exactly how much my startup costs were and, and talk a little bit about how my costs could potentially differ from what you're going to actually experience.
0: Uh, there is going to be a spreadsheet, isn't there? There is going to be a spreadsheet. All right. Uh, and I costs, assume that spreadsheet's going in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. Okay. Yep. So, Holland Assets, LLC, uh, you can see what causes me so much pain. It's all right there. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna make it simple. <laughs> no, Break I, it down. I, I do like this idea of costs. Okay. So, before we get to that of course i i'm liking this tradition now that we're starting every episode with i want you to tell me about something interesting that's happened out on the road because uh this is the first time that you've been in studio in weeks you've is, been yeah. out on the road and uh, so i you've been accumulating all these stories i'd like to hear some more of them
1: well what, one that i can think of off the top of my head i was out on a run um, just as part you know i was doing my 10 hour break and. Um, had a little bit of time so they could go out for a run, went on a run and ended up going, it was in the middle of the day. It was super hot in a rural area and ended up kind of going a little bit further than I anticipated. So I was hot, dragging, tired and some nice random dude just kind of drives up in his car next to me and says, looks like you could use a bottle of water. Handed me a like ice cold. (laughs) I don't know how he had an ice cold bottle of water in his car, but ice cold bottle of water. And, uh, Man, that hit the spot.
0: So I'd like to imagine that this guy just wanders the roads. You know, like, uh, what's his name? Is it Kane from uh, from uh, Kung Fu? Yeah, probably. Yeah, and he uh, he just wanders the roads with bottles of ice-cold water. and
1: It probably is super. Out. You know, there's a lot of nice people out there. I've definitely... Yeah, that's cool. Gives you good uh, faith in humanity for sure.
0: <laughs> so, uh, okay. So now that we've uh, got your, your nice story out of the way, let's... Let's hit the depressing part. I don't even know if it's depressing. Honestly, we're going to get to whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's depressing or not. How much does it cost to start a trucking company? Is it, I mean, is this going to be out of reach for me, Chris?
1: I, you know, I hope it's not out of reach for most people. It's definitely one of those things. It is. I mean, it's going to cost a lot of money. You, you, you hear the adage. It, it takes money to make money. You got to spend money to make money. You're really in the trucking world. That's absolutely true. There's a lot of things you got to buy to 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 make this thing, get it off the road, get it launched and get it going. So we'll kind of talk about each one of the costs in, in that area. Well,
0: I guess that just leaves us with the actual question that how much is it going to cost? Are you going to be able to come up with a number for me?
1: I am going to give you a number at the end, but to start off with, I'm going to be just maybe a little bit dodgy because it's going to vary for every person. So we're going to go over today and kind of talk about what my experience was. And I'm going to kind of also present a best case scenario because I think my experience for a a lot of different factors, and we'll go over those factors, is going to be a little bit more on the high end. So... Like I said, it, it kind of varies. Um, what what is how much you're going to pay in startup cost varies, and there's a lot of factors that create that variance. For example, how long you've been trucking affects things. How much equipment you already have affects things. Do you already have a truck. Do You already have you know a toolbox with tools. You know how old you are affects it. And in all reality, there's things out of your control that uh, that affect it. For example, what state you live in. You know the state that you live in is going to Um, increase or decrease costs like with insurance, with your, uh, plates and registration that all that kind of stuff varies from one state to the next.
0: Yeah. So I imagine in your situation, I mean, the thing that jumped out to me from that list, you said, uh, what, what kind of equipment do you already have? And your situation is different probably than most. Uh, who start in as an owner operator. Most people who do this have probably been driving for a while. Yeah, they've already. been driving so for a they've, while. They've gathered a few. They've of these probably things.
1: accumulated a lot of the stuff. Like I I had to I literally had to buy, you know, the mount for my cell phone. I had to buy a tire gauge. You know, I had to buy all those little knick knacky things that, that that most drivers at this point are probably already going to have.
0: And compared to a truck, those are pretty small costs, but they add, they up, add up, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And yeah.
0: I, I suppose we'll go over that
1: in the spreadsheet. We will go over that in the spreadsheet. <laughs>
0: uh, okay. So you said you're going to present kind of a best case scenario and then a higher end. Uh, and do you feel like you were kind of on the higher end of, uh, you know, what you had to end up paying?
1: I do, and and we'll and, and I'll kind of explain why as we. I kind of like to go through line item by line item each one of these costs. And as we talk about that, we'll talk about the best case scenario and we'll talk about what I actually paid. And then we'll kind of talk about why I think it's going to be different for me or why it was different for me Mm -hmm. versus how it would be for another person. Um, and, and kind of really be able to show that.
0: And I imagine, you know, when we talk about you being on the high end and then there's best case scenario, as we go through this, most people will probably be somewhere in the middle on most of these line items, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, all right, and,
1: so. And, and a, a couple points I wanna make before we really start to get into the numbers is is first, um, don't feel like you have to write all this stuff down because all this is gonna, the spreadsheet w- that I'm gonna do, the side-by-side comparison, is gonna be on the, the, in the show notes on the Motor Carrier HQ website. So you'll be able to see that and kind of follow along. You don't have to necessarily write it and take down notes Um, and, and then also don't be intimidated by the numbers, you know, that everybody, you know, how much, you know, whether the costs are high or low is relative for some people it may be really high and feel out of reach for other people, not so much, but don't get discouraged if you feel like the numbers are big numbers. I mean, they are kind of big numbers. Um,
0: Okay. So you, you've sent me now the uh, spreadsheet, so I'm looking at it. Um, try not to sweat too hard (laughs) as I do so, but, uh, but I have to be honest, I'm a little bit surprised at how my eyes aren't popping the way that I thought that they would. Um, yes, it would take a little while. I would need to save if I wanted to start a trucking company tomorrow. You know, I couldn't do it. I would need to save up some money, but it's definitely not as out of reach as I was imagining that it would be.
1: Good. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a, they're, they're kind of big numbers, but they're not out of reach. Like, like with most goals that you make in life, it's it's going to be one of those things that may stretch you, but it's obtainable. And you just may have to be methodical and plan and realize it's not gonna happen overnight. It's gonna take a little bit of time to get up there. And so at least with this podcast and with what we're trying to share with you, you've got a goal that you can aim for, you know about where you're gonna need to be and you can go that route.
0: Yeah, okay, well let's dive in then and uh, go through these line items if you're ready.
1: Okay, yeah, let's do it.
0: Um, Okay, so the first thing that we would have to consider for any new trucking company would be a truck. Absolutely. Uh, so, I mean, that's uh, that, that's your You kind of have to have it. Okay. So there's would, no way around it. That's our top, our first line item is a truck, and give me give me our two situations here.
1: Okay, so on, on your best case scenario, my actual cost. So right now, what we're really talking about, because this is the startup cost point, you, most people are going to finance their truck, so they're going to be paying for that over time. But what we're really talking about right now is just the down payment. So some owner operators are going to make the transition from like a leased on owner operator where they've already purchased the truck and already owned the truck. And so they're not going to have to come up with a down payment. So in the best case scenario, I've put $0 for that very reason, because there are a lot of guys out there that already have the truck and aren't going to have to make the down payment. Mm -hmm. Then, On my situation, so my actual cost, my actual down payment on the truck was $13,486.
0: And that's all in, that's that's everything. the the taxes, the fees, the...
1: Everything I had to pay on the truck down payment wise to be able to take that truck off the lot is in that $13,486.
0: Okay, so not a tiny amount of money.
1: Not a tiny amount of money. And I actually had to pay more than probably most would i had to put 20% down plus a little bit of you know the, the registration and fees and things like that and that's because i had no no experience driving a truck i hadn't owned a trucking company i hadn't driven a truck and so the bank was like okay that's kind of risky for us so we're going to hedge that risk by making you put down a bigger down payment where makes sense. a lot of guys that have that experience already who have driven a truck Um, you know, Ben driving a truck for a while, they may only require a 10% down payment.
0: Um, and so, yeah, like you said, somewhere in the middle. So anything else to say on the truck or do we move on to the next line item? Let's move on to the next line item. Okay. All right. So the next one would be the trailer trailer.
1: Yep. So same thing with the trailer, you know, you're going to have to make a down payment to get that trailer off the lot. And so most guys, even if you've been a lease on owner operator, typically aren't going to have your own trailer. So I'm, I'm, I'm making the assumption that most guys, no matter what are going to have to have a purchase, a trailer, right? And depending on what kind of trailer you purchase, and we talked about this in a previous episode, um, I think you're going to have to put down anywhere from about 2,500 to $2,500 to, I put down just shy of 5,000. So it was $4,893 for my trailer. And, you know, that, that again, that's going to probably vary somewhere between 10 and 20% of the cost of the trailer is what you're usually going to have to put down.
0: Right. And in your situation, you were getting a refrigerated unit. That's probably a little pricier than if someone was doing a drive in. Yeah.
1: And Uh, I I actually purchased a little bit more pricey of a refrigerated trailer than you really probably actually have to. I mean, you, you you know, if you're really conscious about those costs, you can get a, a pretty decent, Reefer trailer more into that twenty to thirty thousand dollar range versus mm-hmm. I was almost fifty thousand dollars for it.
0: Right. Okay. Uh so next up the the next line item here is fuel. I would not have ever thought of this, but yeah, turns out when you buy a truck, it's gotta go. So yeah. you got to put some gas in there now. This Not is gas. Some, sorry, diesel. Yeah, yeah I just nice.
1: correct you with that every time. Ah. <laughs> look, I'll, I'll get there. Okay. It was like. Uh, <laughs> we'll get you educated.
0: It's that's right. Episode <laughs> one. I didn't even know the, na- the name of the dang site. Uh, okay. So you got to get your, your diesel.
1: Got to get your diesel. Uh, yep.
0: And uh, now these tanks, I people. If, if you don't know this by now, look, I'm learning along with, uh, well, nobody. I'm learning from ground zero here. How big are these tanks? How much does it take to fill one up? So how much does that first cost?
1: Yeah, most trucks are going to have two tanks. So one on the right and one on the left side. And they they can vary in size, but most trucks are going to have a 100-gallon tank on each side, which is what mine has. And some of them will have 125 and even 150 on each side. So you, you could end up having to fill. you know If you get that truck and it's pretty much empty, you may have to put 200 to 300 gallons of fuel into that truck, and that's not cheap. Right. Plus you you know if you've got a reefer trailer, you know, those typically have 50 gallon tanks. And then you also have to do um, the def, the diesel exhaust fluid mm. as well. And so y- if you look at if you look at the spreadsheet and you look at the website, you'll see that my first tank of fuel and, and I've included all three of those, the reefer, the def, and the tractor fuel in this line, I paid five hundred seventy dollars and twelve cents for that to fill up my truck. So when I got on the road on the first load, I had a full tank of fuel. Okay. It's
0: 570 and 12 cents. 570, 12. But, but of course the, the best case scenario would be like you said earlier, if I already have my own truck, you know, it hey. may be
1: full. And so you don't have to, or even if it's not, there's some options to get away with that around that so that you don't have to um, put in a full tank based on your startup cost. There's, there's kind of two things that you can usually use as well. If you, if you're using a factoring company a lot of the times the factoring company will give you an advance on your fuel so that you know they'll give you a certain, uh, pretty common in the industry is about 40% of the total um, bill that you're going to charge for hauling that first load. So for example, if you're going to do, a, if your first load is a $2,000 load, you could get up to about $800 that they will advance you for fuel. Okay. And the brokers, a lot of the times will do the same thing. They'll charge you for that but you can get it and then you don't have to include that as part of your startup cost.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. And this is an interesting line item because of the first three so far, this is the only one that will continue to be a cost. I mean, your truck, you'll, you'll have to maintain the truck, but that down payment isn't going to happen again. Yeah. Uh, It'll, it'll continue to be a monthly loan payment, but uh, you know this is a little different. Fuel is a little different. Fuel it's happens. just gonna it going to keep going. It keeps
1: going. Just about every day, you have to fill that tank.
0: Yeah, you feed that beast. Yep. Uh, okay, so next up, you've listed professional services, and this looks like a pretty hefty cost. So what are we looking at here?
1: Um, well, most of what I've included on the professional services are the services like my company, Motor Carrier HQ, provides to help you get your MC authority set up to help you get a um, your UCR paid your Kentucky KYU or Oregon permits or New York permits or New Mexico permits or all those other things that you also need to get started your drug and alcohol program um, some of the compliance stuff that you need so all of that I've kind of lumped into one is professional fees and I paid one thousand eight hundred thirty-two dollars, and I think that's probably going to be about the same for anybody, somewhere right around that mark. So I I left that the same on both the best case scenario and obviously what I actually paid.
0: Okay, all right, so that makes sense. And as you as I was saying, like this is a you know it's heftier than the fuel cost than we were just looking at, but you're you're saying this is a lot of the things that people have to worry about, the paperwork kind of side of. Of starting up that business, right? Yep. Okay.
1: Uh, so next up, uh,
0: IRP registration fees. Whatever in the world that means.
1: That that stands for International Registration Plan. So when you and I go get our license plate for our car or truck every year, our personal car, personal truck, um, it's a pretty simple process. You know, it doesn't cost too terribly much. But when you do it for a semi truck it's much more complicated cuz you're actually paying those fees those registration fees in every state that truck's going to travel through. So when you
0: So do you do, is it typical to just get all 48?
1: Yeah, the, the way the the IRP system is a, it's a agreement between all the states. Okay. And they they changed the plan a few years ago where you you're basically pretty much um, automatically registered in every state. And, and, and so in our, the first year that your business is operating, they kind of estimate the fees for all the states. And then after the first year, kind of using your IFTA numbers, they will actually go through and charge you the states that you actually run in. And so, you know, it kind of changes oh, a little bit after the first year, the, okay. the first year's estimates. Then after that, it's based off the actual miles that you travel in each state. Mm-hmm. It's it's also called a portioned registration because really what you're doing is like, for example, if you are running 10% of your miles in Utah, you're going to pay 10% of Utah's registration fees. And then if another 25% of your miles are in Wyoming, you're going to pay 25% of Wyoming's registration fees. So it's you're paying a portion based off of what percentage of your operation is running through that state. My
0: my education continues apace, Chris. (laughs) I've always wondered why 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 the word a portion was. It's on the plate, and that's what it's for. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Insurance down payment. Uh, Now we talked about this in a previous episode, and I know this one's hefty. Potentially, it is
1: hefty. I not even potentially. I mean, no matter what, you're gonna you're going to be paying a pretty decent chunk, you know, several thousand dollars in uh, that down payment for that insurance. So I I think, you know, in my situation, I I would say I was on the high end again because I, one, I had to put 25% down because of the carrier that I went through, which is the only carrier that would accept A um, a new driver like me. And so, you know, my premium was a little bit higher than normal. The amount of down payment I had to do is higher than normal. So I think for most guys, kind of what I'm seeing on average is around $3,000 down payment. So that's kind of what I put in the best case scenario is about 3000 bucks.
0: Okay. Uh, worker's comp and o- occupational accident. Uh, what's this?
1: So the, the, the so worker's comp is, uh, is a type of insurance that covers you if you get injured on the job. Sure. And occupational accident is a similar type of insurance, but it's geared towards essentially guys that are owner-operators that own their own company and driving for themselves. Instead of paying the hefty work, workers' compensation fees, you pay a little bit cheaper occupational accident fee and you don't have to have workers' compensation.
0: And gotcha. And but, then there's another line item here for a workers' comp waiver. Yeah, and does so that have th- to do with that? It
1: is, and it's a one-time thing. If, if you're going to go under that occupational accident and insurance instead of workers compensation you have to file typically you have to file a form that waives you know the requirement to have workers compensation insurance
0: and it's going to cost you how much to file that f- form 50 bucks 50 yeah, bucks, yeah. 50 bucks. <laughs> it's a marvel how much debt our governments can accrue yeah, when they, they keep uh, you know taking 50 bucks for you not to fill out <laughs> whatever form uh, that's amazing uh, yep. <laughs> uh, cell phone and equipment is it, I, I didn't think of this as part of yeah startup costs.
1: so I and and this is another one of those areas where I, in best case scenario you know if you're going to use your own cell phone which which is really what I'm doing too I just be, because I've wanted to be able to have a little bit better access to internet and not have my phone tied up so much on the internet side of things. I also bought a hotspot. Mm-hmm. And and that's really what most of that cost is, is, is buying the hotspot. It's not something you have to get, but kind of because of my unique circumstances, I thought I, I kind of needed it and I, and I use it quite a bit. So in the best case scenario, again, I put zero, just making the assumption that you're gonna use your existing plan, your existing cell phone, you really don't need to buy any new equipment. And and mine, I, I spent two hundred thirty six dollars and ninety seven cents, kind of on. It was actually a couple things. It was the hotspot. It was like a cell phone mount and a few other little things like that.
0: And then similarly, the tablet uh, kind of goes in this category Seems as well. Being, this is yep. another line item where you don't have to get it, uh, but in your case, you are as an owner operator and as a small businessman of you know with other. Uh, things to run you needed something to run your yeah and, and your stuff I, off of br-
1: right and i and i wanted to keep my cell phone free and and really what the tablet is mainly used for is my eld interface so my electronic logging device mm, okay. that's what interfaces with the eld that's part of the truck and connected to the truck and this is where essentially the the logging portion is is run on that tablet Okay, very good. So I I paid $594.26 for that. It's an iPad, isn't it? And it's an iPad mini. Yep. So the mounting pieces and everything, the iPad mini's all included in that all- 5
0: under a tablet category, only an iPad. It cost $554.26. <laughs>
1: we overpay for that crap, though. I? <laughs> I, I do. You're smarter than I am. Yeah, I'm a,
0: uh, yeah. Well, I don't know about smarter than you, but I'm Androidier than you. <laughs> uh, okay. So now, miscellaneous tools and equipment. This is something we mentioned earlier in the episode where, you know, somebody who's spent years gathering this stuff may have minimal costs here. Yeah. Uh, I, but if you're starting out brand new, you got a lot to gather.
1: I think a lot of, a lot of guys aren't going to have to spend nearly the amount of money that I did. So I, I put $300 as the best case scenario. Cause I think most people are going to have to purchase some things, but I, um, I, I had to buy just about everything. So I bought a toolbox, a bunch of tools and it, I'm surprised how much I've used those tools already. You know, a little over three months on the road And I've used the heck out of that toolbox. It's saved me for quite a few things. You know, I've bought everything from um, an air hose so I can, you know, fill up my tires on the road, you know, tire gauge, um, you know, thermometers so I can do pulp tests on um, produce if I haul it. And, you know, just a whole bunch of tools that, uh, that I need both in the truck and outside the truck. Push broom to clean the, the trailer, all, the, all that kind of stuff.
0: Nice. Okay. And then the next item here is graphics for the truck. I would have assumed that uh, you could list this as zero, but your best case scenario is a hundred bucks on this.
1: I have put a hundred, yeah, because you've got to, the, the DOT requires you to have your company name, your DOT number, on the side of your truck. So you've got to have something. You can do something as simple as, I mean, it doesn't have to be pretty. Like I've, I've seen guys like handwrite stuff on mm-hmm. a piece of paper and tape it to the side of their truck. So <laughs> I'm you, sure you, that can, works you can go ghetto like that. It works, <laughs> it meets the requirements. You just have to be able to see it from 50 feet. I think if I remember right, what the, what the requirement is. Okay. Um, so, and even if you just get vinyl lettering, I I think that's kind of where the hundred bucks is, is you can go somewhere and get vinyl lettering printed, install it yourself. And you can probably even pay less than that, probably closer to 40. But I I went a little bit
0: over the top. If you're going to do something, Chris, you're going to do it right. I
1: I kind of, yes. I I have a tendency to go a little crazy sometimes. So yeah, the, the logo on the side of my truck's a little bit bigger. And so, yeah, it was a little bit more expensive. Yeah. And so what'd you pay? $381.98. $381.90, $381.98.
0: And you did both sides of the truck. Pretty decent size logo. Yep. Uh, okay. All right. Sounds good. And that was just the truck, not the trailer?
1: That was just the truck. So, And you, there, the only thing you really need to put on the trailer is just the trailer number, and that's right. pretty simple.
0: Okay. And then the last three, uh, two, three items on the list, run me through these pre-pass. What's that?
1: So pre-pass is a really great system. It's not something that you have to have, but I I, kind of think to be honest with you, you're a little bit crazy not to have it. What it is, is basically, you you see all the ports of entry, right? When Mm -hmm. you cross, typically they're on On borders, yeah, Yeah. borders of states, and they weigh your truck and make sure you're within legal weights and all that other stuff, and then sometimes they'll pull you over to do an inspection. Um, Sometimes they just send you on your way, but what what pre-pass does is, they will let a certain percentage of trucks, you know, g- drive by. So you'll you'll get you'll get to where you're approaching the weigh station, and the pre-pass system that's inside of your truck will flash a green light, meaning you can bypass the sta- weigh station, or it'll do a red light, meaning you have to pull in. And so it just like eighty to ninety percent of the time, as long as your DOT compliance is in order, they're going to bypass you. And so instead of having to stop you just go right through, like the way station isn't even there. And and in all honesty, I've kind of kept my eyes on this a little bit. It seems to me like every time I get pulled into a way station, it's a good five minute delay. You know, just waiting in line, Driving across the scale and moving on at a minimum, you're stopped for five minutes. If they pull you in, it's because sometimes they just want to see your registration and your paperwork, your BOLs, all that kind of stuff, you know, then you're looking at 10 to 15 minutes. And then if they pull you in and decide they want to inspect your truck, you're looking at at least an hour. So, pre pass is well worth the money.
0: All right. Very good. And then the next one is ELD, which I wouldn't even begin to know.
1: Yeah. ELD is that electronic logging device. Oh, That's a okay. requirement now. So, um, most places, especially for a small trucking company like this, are going to make you pay for the full thing up front. So the the system that I've used charged $396 and that's for the full year. Um, so 396 I, I So I put that both on what I paid. And, then, and I think your best case scenario really is going to be there as well.
0: Right. And then the last item here is a GPS, which... If you're a navigational genius, maybe you don't need. But these days, it seems almost like a necessity.
1: I, you know, most guys, a lot of guys will still just use like their phone and Google Maps or something like that to to use the GPS. But where I'm such a rookie, or was, you know, I still am really a rookie driving. um, I wanted something that would give me a little bit more insight. So you can actually buy GPS's that are truck specific. So you can enter in the dimensions of your truck, the length, the width, the weight and it will not route you onto roads that have those kind of restrictions or get you into tight areas or things like that. It, it, it uh, routes you, it keep, keeps you kind of safe as far as a truck goes. So I, I bought one of those.
0: 100% I would buy one too.
1: I, and I'm super glad I have it. But I, I have found that there are some times where it routes me poorly. Or in, in you know, makes me take a longer route unnecessarily. So I'll actually, a lot of the times, especially I'm coming up to a shipper or a receiver wh- that I'm unfamiliar with, I'll actually have both Google Maps and this running at the same time, or I will have looked at Google Maps before I get there and see, okay, is the route, the, the trucking GPS is taking me down really the one that I need to go down? Right,
0: right. Okay. Yeah, that'll make sense.
1: So for me, it was well worth the money.
0: And now I want to play a little uh, bad news, good news. All right. Okay. So bad news, Chris, how much did you pay up front to start your trucking company?
1: So you add all those together, it was (laughs) $29,893.50.
0: And you know, okay, backing up to what I was saying earlier in the episode, uh, even this, this isn't, I don't know if I would call it worst case scenario, but it's higher end uh, of what somebody might see as a startup cost. Even that, though, I, I was thinking, you know, yeah, it would take a while for me to save, but that's, that's feasible. It, it doesn't seem in, it doesn't seem crazy.
1: Yeah, it's it's not, you know, you're I think for most people, if you're smart about it and, and you've got a little bit of time and, you know,
0: and a little bit of uh, income that you can save up. A little
1: bit of income to save up, you you can do that. I mean, you, you, you read books like Rich on Any Income or, you know, there's, there's a lot of different things that you can do. You may have to make some sacrifices to be able to get up to that $30,000. or you, you know, you may have to do things to, to get there, but you can get there. And we're actually in the next episode, that's what we're going to talk about, is some of the things that you can do to, to save that money for that those startup costs and your operating costs for the first little while. So that's the next episode. Don't get discouraged about seeing these numbers right now. Well,
0: that and and speaking of not getting discouraged, that's just your situation. That's my situation. You, give me the best case scenario number that you calculated. So here. the
1: best case scenario number we calculated was, was $9,616. So obviously a lot less.
0: Right. That's almost a third uh, of what your, your f- cost a was. A fairly
1: inexpensive car, right? Right. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so yeah, that's uh, even that, you know, somebody might have to save a little bit, but that's well within reach. I think for for most people, you know, especially somebody who's uh, been driving for a while and uh, they're earning a decent wage doing it, that's uh, a, a possible, yeah, he, a possible number to reach.
1: Again, you may have to make some sacrifices to get there, but uh, it's I, I think for most people that should be within reach. and and again, we'll talk about some of the things, some of the strategies next uh, in the next episode. To help you show what you can do to to be able to save up or, or get that, and you know, cost.
0: yeah, and I imagine, and maybe we'll talk about this as well in the next episode. But the just the sheer act of saving and gathering those funds requires what discipline planning saving and these are some of the things that would train you for ownership anyway absolutely.
1: that ownership mentality that we've talked a lot about is it starts you know,
0: before maybe before you ever it, even own it
1: it does absolutely yep get, get, if, if you can have the discipline to get to that point where you can save up and, and accumulate and, and gather what you need to start up that's that's a really good indication that you're going to be able to do what it takes to be successful in the business
0: very good uh, well, any parting thoughts on this uh, episode, Chris?
1: Um, I I don't think so. Just you know, work hard at it. You can get there. Don't be discouraged. It's just it, it takes some time. You know, uh, oftentimes there's there's a couple quotes that I really like. You know, you, you hear people say, um, "How do you eat an elephant?
0: One bite at a time. One bite at a time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep.
1: Another quote that I'm just kind of ad libbing this because I hadn't thought about it, but a quote that I really like. It's a Mark Twain quote. He said, The secret to getting ahead is getting started. The secret to getting started is breaking your complex, overwhelming tasks into small, manageable tasks and then starting with the first one. So, you know, the, that holds so true to the whole, you know, saving up for that, those startup costs and really getting your company going. You know, you, one, you're never going to get ahead if you don't start. And two, you know, don't, don't think of it as just this really big number. Think of it as, okay, I'm going to save a hundred bucks this month, or I'm going to save 500 bucks this month, just whatever you can. Or, you know, again, we're going to talk about some of these strategies next week, or, you know, maybe I'm going to find $500 worth of stuff that I can sell that I'm really not using that uh, I can put towards my seed money.
0: I imagine if I were going down this road, I might uh, take it line item by line item and say, all right, I'm going to save. 400 bucks for a nice gps that i know i'm going to use and then set that money aside i'm going to save you know 500 bucks for my first uh my, my first batch of fuel uh, i'm going to say you know right yeah. going through that line yep. I'm, I'm that's just one way that i might break it down to make it more manageable
1: a million ways to skin a cat
0: there you go uh all right well chris this is good this is helpful stuff and again if people want to see these numbers that we've been talking about There is a spreadsheet. You can go to HollandAssetsLLC.com and check that out in the show notes there. Uh, And also, I will remind everybody uh, again here at the end of the episode to go to Facebook and find Holland Assets on Facebook and make sure you get in on this uh, contest. Chris, break it down for us one more time what's going on with this contest.
1: You can go to the Facebook pages to kind of find the exact details and all kind of the requirements. We're keeping it pretty simple, but basically for this first week, All you have to do is post a picture of your truck onto either the Holland Assets uh, podcast Facebook page or the Motor Carrier HQ Facebook page.
0: Very good. And uh, should their name be drawn from the pile after that? What do they get?
1: They will get a $50 Visa gift card. Nice. All right. Well, that'll buy you a little fuel for the road. Uh, Yeah. Hopefully something more fun than fuel.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, very good, Chris. Uh, Now, before we sign off, I do want to just remind everybody with this conversation that we had today, Uh, If you want to try these numbers for yourself, you can go to MotorCarrierHQ.com. And under the tools there, you are going to find a startup cost calculator, which can be really valuable to give you just some idea of what you might be looking at personally. So I guess uh, that is it for today. And I will see you next time, Chris. We are going to be talking next time about how uh, you might gather all of these funds together.
1: That's what we're going to do.
0: Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.